Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, telling Virginia's wine around the world. So my, my thinking was, you know, let's go to England with these wines because I've been tasting them for years and I figured they, these were some world-class wines. Entrepreneurs are people who like to get things done. It's always interesting for me to meet an entrepreneur who's taking his skills and applying in a completely new way. Chris Parker is the founder of New Horizon Wines. Chris, you've started out in your career as a technology entrepreneur, software entrepreneur. You you had success. You grew and sold a company. And we're not going to talk about technology today, are we? What are we going to talk about? Uh, we're going to talk about uh, wine and economic development. How does a software entrepreneur, a uh, cybersecurity entrepreneur, become interested in, in economic development and wine? It goes back quite a few years um, because I've always had a keen interest in wine, not just drinking it, but just the whole art and science of it. Um, and in my 20s, I set up a company in the UK to introduce wines from lesser known regions. It was really just for fun. And it turned into a business alongside my day job, which was uh, software engineering. But that experience, I, I just I got exposed to wines from various parts of the world. And one of the countries was New Zealand. And at that time, nobody knew about New Zealand. So um, yeah, we, we made some really good progress in the UK. Some years later, moved to, uh, to Virginia stumbled across a few wineries and it reminded me of the experience I had about with the New Zealand wines. I thought, you know, there's an opportunity here. Uh, it's going to take a while, but uh, New Zealand started off with uh, $50,000 of uh, export and it's now a multi-billion dollar industry. So I figured, well, Virginia could potentially head that way. Well, New Zealand has a lot of sheep and uh, is the place where we get a lot of our epic movies filmed. What are Virginia's attributes that allow uh, Virginia to have a, a wine exporting industry? Um, well, first of all, you've got to have the right conditions. Um, and, you know, it's challenging in Virginia. You know, humidity, rain, uh, storms, occasional hurricane. Um, but, you know, a lot of the finest wines in the world are made in the most difficult places. So Virginia's been evolving over the last 40, 50 years. Um, but the heritage of Virginia wine goes back to uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson. So there's a, there's a tremendous story in Virginia, and everyone loves the story. So first of all, you've got to be able to produce wine of quality, which uh, now that is happening. Uh, not that you know, it's necessarily very well known in, in the local region. So my, my thinking was, you know, let's go to England with these wines because I've been tasting them for years, and I figured they, these were some world-class wines. And uh, the UK is, a thing, is one of the largest importers of wines in the world. And it's where, if you're going to be on the global stage, you've got to make your mark there. So that's where we started. So if I go into a fine dining establishment in the UK now, I'm going to see Virginia wines on the, on the wine list? Yeah, I mean, we've listed at uh, the Mandarin Oriental Hotel in Hyde Park in London. We're in some of the top restaurants. We focused on uh, the, uh, the independent wine merchants, the, the type of folks that... Um, Hand sell wines. They're telling the story as well because you know it's not you know if you're just shipping commodity, then it's an you know another bottle of wine on the shelf. You know, so right. um, so the story matters. So we've got such a rich story here, um, and it's you know it's not just about selling wine. It's about economic development. As I mentioned about New Zealand, it's a multi-billion-dollar business now. The economic impact of that is 
five to 10 times more, you know, in terms of the, re the revenue it brings in. So when you start to look at it in terms of tourism impact, economic clusters in terms of other industries that are affected with hotel industry, service industry, um, I've uh, went to Fairfax County Economic Development Agency to talk to them about, you know, promoting Virginia. Part of being here as a business is the lifestyle as well as the business. So let's play, let's promote the fact that we have 260 plus wineries in Virginia. It's part of the lifestyle of being here. Um, so now, you know, I'm pleased to say that whenever there's an event in the UK, Fairfax County has Virginia wines uh, that they're pouring and, you know, is promoting Virginia as a place to be. Do you think that your experience with the promoting wines is indicative of the way an entrepreneur's brain works in some ways? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because I, I mean, the big lesson for me, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I've been at this a long time. And when I decided after um, my previous company, Forefront Security was acquired, um, I wanted to take a leap and do this. I was thinking about all the differences, you know, differences between setting up a tech business, you know, and all the things that you need to do there. And, you know, the wine business, you're talking about stock and inventory and export compliance, etc. I was thinking of all the differences. When in reality, when I got down to, well, what are we, what are we talking about here? We're talking about the fundamentals. It's knowing your market, really understanding what you're trying to do. What are you trying? Are you trying to save money? Are you trying to make money? Are you, uh, are you creating an entirely new market? So I, it really made me think, you know, we're, the fundamentals are exactly the same, whether you're starting a tech company or whether you're starting a wine company. It's really recognizing an opportunity, a gap in the market, understanding the market well enough, understanding your customer well enough to say, okay, that I can do something here that's currently not being done and it needs to be done and going after it passionately. If you can't do that, then it's probably not worth starting it. Um, and, you know, passion is is definitely a, a big part of, uh, you know, being successful, I think, as an entrepreneur. I see that again and again. I, I'd agree with that. Many people think about entrepreneurship um, generally, but exporting as being largely a free market opportunity. But uh, I get the impression from other conversations I have with you that when it comes to economic development, there's a role for government to play here. How do you see the two relate? Um, yeah, I, th I think this is key because um, you're exporting commodity. At, you know, you've just got to follow follow the rules and set up the, the relevant companies and, and comply with the regulations. Our mission really was to put Virginia on the world stage as a credible producer of, of, of uh, high-quality wines. That's the long view. So if I was looking at this purely as a commercial venture where I've got to you know, take the short view, how am I going to pay the bills next week? And um, I, I, could, I would have just gone for wines that are broadly known um, and you know, I could run the numbers and it would be relatively straightforward, you know, a nice little business essentially. What we were looking at was really breaking ground and establishing something which has a much broader impact for many different organizations that have an, a vested interest in the economic development of a region. So from a technological standpoint, you know, does it require much technology? No, not really. I mean, there's, you know, basic things, accounting, what, ha what have you. But in terms of collaboration, um, you know, I'll give you an example of, of how we approach this. 
go talking to anybody in in the in the UK a few years back about Virginia and producing wine, they would first of all say Virginia wine. You know, nobody knew. But gradually, we we really started to engage with people. They you know they're, they're interested, but we needed to plant the flag very firmly. So I discovered that uh, Whole Foods Market uh, had just set up over in the UK. We we worked with the uh, Virginia Tourism, with the Governor's Office, with the Virginia Wine Marketing Board, with the various counties to bring together a group of people that could work on a program to promote the region, not just the wine. And that was very, very effective. And we've done that all along with you know, many different programs to promote. That's a great use case and example of public-private partnership at its best. Chris Parker, New Horizon Wines, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington. A special thanks to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. How do you get to be number one in the D.C. area? Eagle Bank did it by putting relationships first. They're flexible, involved, responsive, strong, and trusted. Eagle Bank's goal is your success. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. And a huge thank you to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. Please get in touch with us for sponsorship opportunities. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, and please rate the podcast. This helps us spread the word about the interesting stories we're telling on what's working in Washington. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on the show. Tweet us at at What's Working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening.